The following episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television. Good morning, USA, and welcome to another episode of the Bernie or Bust Show. A new electorate. Can the Bernie Sanders campaign alter the course of the Democratic Party? Now, this is a real brain twister here, this idea. There are two ways of looking at it. My way of looking at this problem of electability and getting Bernie Sanders the nomination has been to focus on people who typically vote in primary elections. And this is a tiny percentage of the people who vote in general elections. The primary elections are decided by a much smaller, a much wider, a much older, a much more affluent and much more highly educated segment of the population than the general elections. So I'm thinking the big job isn't to win the general election. I, I'm leaving that to Bernie. I think he'll have a, a really solid shot at winning the general election. And, and as I've said before, no other Democratic candidate has any shot at winning the general election because they don't have the swing state voters. So because I've been focusing on the typical primary voters, the typical people who, who will vote in a Democratic primary, whether they're Democrats or not, I'm really thinking about it in a smaller way than Bernie is, apparently, and Ryan Grimm of The Intercept is. So I was noticing a different way of thinking about uh, giving, giving Bernie a shot at winning the primary. Here is AOC's take on it. There's two kinds of swing voters in this country. There's the classic one that people like to think of, of blue to red and red to blue, which is there's something to be said for that. But the swing voter that we are most concerned with are the non-voters to voters. That swing voter is going to win us this election and the general election. Now, it will win the general election. And I, and I have full confidence that if we can get Bernie the nomination, these, these other kinds of swing voters from non-voters to voters will win the general. I don't trust them to vote in the primaries. And, that, and that's the big problem. That's why I have been uh, a contrarian. People tell me, go canvas, go get out the vote. Even Phil Oaks, he's a folk singer from the 60s and 70s. Um, he, he looks askance at leftists or, or pretend leftists if they won't actually get out in the streets and protest, if they won't go knocking on people's doors. And there have been a bunch of Bernie supporters who look at me and they make me nervous because they're like, well, you're, you're making a Bernie or Bust television show. You're, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're actively trying to persuade the voting class, but are you out there knocking on doors trying to get non-voters to vote? And I, I did that last time. I did that for Bernie last time, and I will again. But this time around, I'm thinking, what good is it if we go to a brokered convention and they just hand it to Joe Biden or or, or Bloomberg? They could hand it to anyone. I, I was doing some history, and I looked at a convention. I think it was Hubert Humphrey who was given the nomination and he hadn't won a single state's primary or caucus. I was like, ah, 
ah, that's how it works. The cigar chompers, they, they get in a back room and they decide what's going to happen. And that's still pretty painfully obvious that that's how the, the DNC still operates. So I'm thinking, if that's the process, what good is it going to be to go out and knock on people's doors and to get people out to vote who don't typically vote? I do believe that that's going to win Bernie the general election, but I'm still skeptical. But but to to argue against me, I want to make sure that you understand that I understand the validity of the argument against me. And so I'm going to let you I'm going to let you pour through that. We expanded our electorate 68% over the last off-year midterm primary election. That's how I won. True. We mobilized young people in my primary. The turnout of under 40 was as high as above 60. For a lot of people who don't vote, it's not due to being uninformed. There's all of these bad kind of uh, stereotypes about non-voters. And I think a lot of people deserve a lot more respect because non-voters, it's not because they're uneducated. It's not because they're apathetic. It's because a lot of people don't want to be consent, don't want to consent to be governed by nonsense. And that's why they don't participate in our systems. I just published a story. Uh, in so Ryan just published a story on this very idea. I want to say back to the nonsense. I was canvassing for Bernie last time and my neighborhood, my old neighborhood where I lived was about 80% Spanish speaking people. And, and there were a lot of other languages in my neighborhood, too. It was an inner city, very diverse neighborhood. And so that's where I was knocking on doors. And I'd say about 80% of the doors I knocked on had people very politely tell me, oh, I don't vote. I don't vote. And then I started to understand what AOC is saying here. And, and people that were my neighbors, I knew I knew people. And, and it wasn't like they wouldn't talk about politics because I had some good political conversations with my neighbors, but it was more what, what Ryan and AOC both understand is that there, I don't consent to this nonsense. I don't want to, I don't want to uh, validate it in any way because it, it's entirely corrupt and it doesn't represent my interests. I can't vote for anybody who gives a shit about me. So why should I vote at all? And I, and I see that. I want, I want to acknowledge the validity of that. Now, the piece that he's about to talk about, Ryan Grimm of The Intercept, January 3rd, 2020, a new electorate. Can the Bernie Sanders campaign alter the course of the Democratic Party? Uh, but it, it's, it's about the kind of organizing strategy that lies behind what Ocasio-Cortez is talking about there and what, what we're going to hear Bernie Sanders talk about in just a second. And that's essentially this. And, and, and this is the part that they won't come right out and say. But the, the Democratic primary electorate, as it is currently constituted, kind of as it came out to the polls in 2012 and 2016, is whiter, wealthier, older, and more risk-averse than the Democratic Party as a whole. So that's why we we should be suspicious, perhaps, that the the newbies are going to come in and change all that. But if if it can happen, it can happen. And I don't want to stand in the way of it. And I want to join in and help, roll up my sleeves and help. If if there's any chance it's going to 
change the outcome of the typically rigged against insurgent populists DNC process. So for Bernie Sanders, you have this weird paradox where he is probably better positioned to win a general election against Donald Trump than he is to win a primary in the current Democratic primary electorate. So what does that mean? It means that if he's going to be the Democratic nominee as a 78-year-old Democratic Socialist, he's going to have to transform the electorate that comes out to the caucuses in Iowa to the primaries in New Hampshire. And, that's, and Bernie's going to talk very specifically about that in, in the next clip. But, th but in order to do that, you can't just you know, make a few viral videos, uh, give, some, give some speeches, and, and hope that people you know, click in and pay attention and come out on primary day. And he then makes the argument, it's a grinding process. It's a, and there's no shortcut. It's people going to their, their friends, people talking to people they know in their own neighborhoods, in their own communities, and making sure that they vote in the primaries, person by person. It's a, it's a very painstaking and exhausting process, but it, it may be the only way to overcome the current power structure in the DNC. The, the voting class is what pundits call them. The voting class, the, the people he's talking about, the white, risk-averse, affluent, educated Democrats. And I, I'm the, pounding on them all the time. I'm saying, look, wake up, guys. You have to care about everyone else in the world. You can't just care about your own class. And so it becomes a class battle. And I just keep hoping, waving the the warning signals in their faces, hoping they'll understand that they're going to get Trump again unless they wake up to the fact that only Bernie can defeat, defeat Trump. And so that's that's where I've been. But Ryan and AOC are in a different place. They're saying, no, we need to go out. We need to person by person wake up the the sleeping giant. That, that came from an article by Matt Karp um, and uh, Megan Day in Jacobin magazine. So I really love the idea that we could wake up the sleeping giant and mobilize the sleeping giant and get people to vote who have never voted before. And that really would change everything. It would make our system much more democratic. And along with the waking giant of young people and of, of disenfranchised voters, of women and of people of color, and LGBTQ community, all, all of the disenfranchised people who, who don't feel that the current system represents them. I love the idea of mobilizing everybody, rolling up our sleeves, wading into the streets if necessary, with our pitchforks if necessary. But I, I still don't believe that that can happen in the primary election until I see it with my own eyes. So what I'm trying to say is I might keep going, trying to wake up the typical primary voters and let AOC and Ryan do their part in waking up everyone else. I'll close with this last idea, the idea that maybe the people who want us to mobilize everybody who hasn't been voting in the past, they may be sheepdoggers. And that's the part that makes me nervous. I see some people like Norm Solomon that I think clearly are sheepdoggers, known sheepdoggers. The other known sheepdoggers are people who own Bernie groups on Facebook and also on Reddit. There are some known sheepdoggers there 
and they want to take the energy of the newly energized electorate, the, the people who, who elected Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she said that she won because of the, of the new voters, of the young voters, and she's right. That's why she won, and I'm all about it. But what I don't want to see happen is all of these newly energized voters shepherded into a Democratic Party that is still blatantly oligarchic, blatantly corrupt, blatantly corporate, in favor of Wall Street, in favor of endless wars. That's the DNC we have now. And so it makes me nervous to do all this work and to watch everyone else do all this work to bring these new voters in to help give Bernie the election and then have Bernie turn right around and say, and now you should vote for the Democratic candidate no matter who it is. And I, I'm not signing on for that. There was a guy I talked about yesterday, former Ohio governor Ted Strickland, a Biden supporter. He said this week that Sanders should not be discounted and seems to be less of a grouchy old man since he came back from his heart condition, but he warned Democrats to resist him and dismissed the suggestion that Sanders would have a better chance against Trump. My big concern isn't that he'll beat Joe, but that this movement of his may decide to take a walk if Bernie isn't the nominee, Strickland said. It'd be deadly to the Democratic Party if he didn't do everything he could to support the nominee. Now, if we do all this work and we get all of these new voters in, I want it to be clear that they're only in for Bernie. I'm not going to canvas for, for anyone who will come in and then vote blue no matter who. And the problem is that new voters haven't been paying attention the way I have and the way you probably have. They've been on the outside because they don't see politics as worth, worth um, even involving themselves in. Sure. And so that's what the Sanders campaign is, is deploying at scale in a way that hasn't been done before. You know, there's a, there's a lot more to it, and I'd encourage everybody to ch check check the piece out. Um, but but Bernie Sanders is is completely bought into this strategy, and he understands that if he's going to win in the Democratic primary, that he has to expand the electorate. Here's how Sanders put it: We can win this Democratic nomination, but we can't do it without increased involvement in the political process. And what Alexandria said a few minutes ago is absolutely correct. There are a whole lot of folks out there who have given up. You know them. Some of you are in this room. Given up on the political process. My vote doesn't mean anything. Politics is both. They're all liars. Why do I want to vote? Right? You heard that. All right. But meanwhile, Trump and his friends will spend hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not more than a billion, on this campaign wow. in order to get re-elected. What we need to do is participate in this campaign in a way that we have never done it before. We believe in non-bringing non-traditional voters into the political process, young people, working people. Well, that was a fairly abrupt ending to the clip, but what I want to call this segment of the Bernie or Bus show is beware the sheepdoggers or, or something to that effect. I'll keep mulling it over. But if you're doing all this work and you're transforming the Democratic Party, you, you have to understand the institutional memory. What would be very upsetting is if all these new people came into the Democratic Party 
and became incrementalists. We had all these hippies in the 60s and the 70s, and as they grew older, they became much more conservative, much more risk-averse, and they, they became also affluent, and so they wanted to build a moat around their treasure, and when they did that, they became a lot like the generations that preceded them. I think we need to avoid that. I think, I think it would be better to hijack the nominating process, get Bernie nominated, and then when the people come in, when the new energy comes in, as it inevitably will when they see Bernie's leadership, perhaps it would be better when we have the new energy that they would come into a party that gives a shit about them as opposed to bringing all these new people in and as they get older and more like their parents become the same neoliberal asswipes that we have now in the Democratic Party. Feel free to give me some comments if you have any and do check out Ryan's article. But I have to say this, this is an article from Rebel HQ. This is the Young Turks and I believe and I've made this case that that Cenk and Anna and Emma are sheepdoggers, that they're trying to bring the Bernie energy into the Democratic fold. I don't know that they want the Democratic Party to remain a neoliberal bastion of unfairness, but I think they care more about winning from the Democratic perspective than they care about reform. And again, this, this contest comes down to elitism, and, and there's a lot of elitism in the Young Turks, versus populism. I trust Bernie's populism. I trust AOC's populism as far as it goes in her in her budding career. I I don't trust very many other people. I don't I don't see that the the populism is a is a clear for sure bet right now in the Democratic Party. And then I wait, I watch and then people can rightly criticize me. They can say, well, look, if you don't wade in, what chance is there? But I'm too old. I'm too cynical. I've seen it all before. And that, and I hate, I always hated hearing people say things like that when I was younger. And so you can hate that I'm saying it. And you can tell me I'm full of it. But I still hate the idea of bringing new energy in and then watching it do the same thing that the new energy of the hippie movement did. I saw all that. I watched all the hippies. I watched them. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, freedom, liberty. I, I totally believe in that. I believe in what they wanted. And then I watched all of them become liberals. And that is not a compliment. Get on board the Bernier bus train. Come get on board the Bernier bus train. Once you hear that clickety-clack, there ain't no time for turning back. Get on board the Bernier bus train. The preceding episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television.